Welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So let's talk about the first thing that I talked about last time, which was California, California. So as you know, it took everything. I mean, the media, I mean, Netflix itself paid $30 million. Okay. Reed Hastings paid $30 million to try to get Larry Elder not in or to keep Gavin Newsom in. Okay. So Hollywood started spending money. Um, the liberal media started spending money. So polls are showing that it's likely Gavin Newsom might stay in. But it took $100 million to convince people. And it goes to show you that the media is a pretty big corporation. It's a huge company. It's huge to the fact that it managed to convince, you know, Californians to vote no on the recall. It took all everything the Democrats have. Now, it is still the margin of error. So Larry Elder might still pull through. Gavin Newsom might still be out because you don't trust the polls. All right. And I'm going to talk about some polls that it because I, I want to be frank. All right. I don't like polls because they said, oh, Hillary's going to win. Hillary's going to win by like in ridiculous numbers, like 10, 15 percent. Like, seriously. And then what did they say? Joe Biden's going to win by like 10, 20%. It's like 10, 20%, really? 70% of Americans are going to vote for Joe Biden? Or rather 80%? No, 70%, sorry. 50, sorry. 70% of people are going to vote for Joe Biden? Really? Is that what you're feeding me, that crap? Okay, but anyway, it's still the margin of error, right? It's like 1%, 2% people want Gavin Newsom in. I recommend everyone going to vote, all right, because this is kind of very important because Democrats, the liberals, do not like to vote, all right? They will, sure, they'll have, you know, the mail-in ballots and then they'll put it in, but they don't go to the polling stations. They don't vote. It's the conservatives that go and vote because liberals outnumber us, all right? They outnumber us. It's true. It was with George Bush. Um it's pretty much with every candidate. The problem is voter turnout amongst liberals is awful. Okay, amongst Democrats is awful, which is why they tried so hard to pass HR1 because that allows people to literally go online and vote. So vote without an ID. So you can go twice, all right? You can go to different stations. Um, that was the whole purpose of it. Anyway. Now let's talk about the big man himself, all right? Let's talk about the huge guy, all right? The elephant in the room, the big orange Superman that's coming back. So Donald Trump, in a recent poll, said um, people said that they are going to vote by 1% favorably if the election happened today against Joe Biden. So it was like 51 to 49 percent of people in this recent poll and like i said i just told you guys i don't like polls but and even though this is a margin of error but this is huge now bi the big reason joe biden has only been president for like six months eight months sorry it's august just turned off september um he got inaugurated january 20th so i mean he's only been president for like eight months so 
And now people, I mean, imagine in three and a, three more years. I know it feels like it's been forever. Three more years. And right now people are going like, I want Trump back. I want Trump back. And imagine that the media is just slandering Trump to this day. Oh, January 6th, the January 6th riots, the January 6th ex- uh, civil war that happened, the January 6th terrorist attack, January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. Yeah, I know. I'm repeating myself because that's what I freaking hear every time I turn on the news. January 6th, January 6th, January... We know about January 6th, okay? It was just a bunch of assholes that walked into the White House. Oh, my God. Oh, that's terrorism. Oh, no. Oh, my God. People walked into the White House. This is the worst day since, you know, the attack on Fort Wagner in December 1860. Oh, oh, the horror. Oh, my God. This is the Battle of Cold Harbor. This is the Battle of Gettysburg. Please. Someone, now they say, they're saying, oh, it's, it's as bad as the, you know, September 11th attacks. Really? September 11th, people that 3,000 people died. Oh, January 6th. But even with the media talking about that, even with big tech censoring him, because Donald Trump doesn't even have any word now. He doesn't have a Facebook. He doesn't have a Twitter. No one could know who he is. But for some reason, he has a more favorable rating than Biden. And if the election were held today... Trump would win 100%. So even without any kind of news coverage, that's good. Even without a platform like Twitter or Facebook or anything like that to even say anything, he is still beating Joe Biden. And it's because people aren't that stupid. Okay. They know they're like, dude, my freaking groceries have went up. All right. Chicken, chicken thighs was $1.99 under Trump per round. Now it's $2.50. It went up. Okay. So Biden with the border crisis, Biden with the, you know, COVID. Oh, we're going to save the COVID people, all this other stuff. Nothing happened, right? Afghanistan, 13 American service members killed tens of thousands of Americans, tens of thousands of allies are just left there and they're trying to get onto the plane. Okay. Taliban is using our weapons, $23 billion worth of our weapons and equipment. And they're now negotiating with China. So what do you think China's going to do? They're going to reverse engineer all that stuff. They're going to go in and let me be frank. Okay. They were going to, they're probably doing that right now. Okay. Because a lot of our stuff is built in China. So they're just reverse engineering that stuff before they're producing it, which is why I say get the hell out of China and build stuff back in the United States. But that's what they're doing. Taliban has now just signed a contract with China for (laughs) some of the equipment that America left behind. $23 billion worth. Okay, there's like a thousand planes, like 500 tanks, like hundreds of thousands of guns. I mean, damn. that would be like my dream right there, right? I would just like jump into that pile. Like, you know, a dog with a, you know, giant pile of leaves might hurt, but still I would be in love with that many weapons. So he has yet to win on any aspect, on anything. And 
the president usually gets things done within like six or seven months because after six or seven months, then he has to focus on um, keeping the House in the 2022 election. And then he focuses on re, uh, rerunning again or being elected. So in six, seven months, he's accomplished nothing. The COVID pandemic has gotten worse. So and now people are just like, fuck it. I don't even care. I'm not going to even bother doing this shit. Okay. And then all this, you know, slander, even though everyone's like, oh, my God, Joe Biden's like the second coming of Christ. Joe Biden's like the best president. He's better than FDR. All this other stuff. The news media doesn't know what to do. There is a picture. Okay. That came out. And it showed Joe Biden. Look at his watch. There's a video of it. There is a video of Joe Biden looking at his watch while the caskets are going by. Instead of rendering a salute, he looks at his watch. Everyone else has, you know, their hand on their heart and all this other stuff, you know, paying respects to the 13 service members that have died. But nope, not Joe Biden. He's looking at his watch. And, you know, he knows he was doing wrong because he looks at his watch and then puts his hand right behind his um, right behind his back. Like he tries to, you know, make it look like it. Well, some of the parents that were there, you know, getting their loved ones saw said that he did it every single time. And for all 13 caskets, he was looking at his watch. He wasn't. L so there's a picture, there's videos, there's parent testimonies. You know, there's loved one testimonies that clearly state that he was looking at his watch. Okay. So, of course, fact checkers, you know, love to suck Biden's cock. They're going, a viral photo makes it look like President Biden checked his watch during a ceremony honoring U.S. service members killed in Kabul. But that's misleading. What do you mean that's misleading? There's a picture of it. There's a video of it. There's parent testimony saying it, that he did it for all 13 service members. How? How do you say it's misleading? Okay, so you'd expect the outrage from the internet coming up and they're like, no, he did not. It was 100% true. Okay, so this, this guy, the fact checker, came out and did corrections. This story was updated September 2nd to note that Biden checked his watch multiple times at Dignified Transfer event including during the ceremony itself. The rating on this claim has been changed from partly false to missing context. What do you mean missing context? I don't understand. It's been, you just said it's been proven. Just say fact check true. Okay, this is why no one believes fact checkers because you're so full of shit. You are so full of shit, your eyes are brown. Okay, it's true. It is true. All right. He could just come out and be like, look, I I was busy. I had to come up with some kind of stupid, dumbass excuse. And you could have ran with that. You could have been like, Biden had to, you know, worry about a certain phone call from President Putin um, in like five minutes during the transfer. But he stayed on top of it. That's all you had to say, and the media would be like, oh, my God, let me suck his cock. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, come the freak on, dude. It's not misleading. It's not missing context. It's true. All right. That's like me saying gravity falls at 9.82 meters per second squared. But that's misleading.
Actually, that's even a worse example because even though gravity is on Earth 9.82 meters per second squared, you have to take into account air resistance. You have to take into account, you know, altitude, all this other stuff, okay? But gravity on its own is that. So that was even a bad example, but you're getting the point. It's true. It's 100% true. You cannot argue this. Ah. Oh. Man, this is like, <laughs> so, um, as you guys know, there was a phone call, the transcript came out for the phone call that said, um, that Joe Biden told the Afghanistan president or former Afghanistan president before he ran away like a coward said, um, pretty much saying, please lie to the American people and to the world that everything's all right in Afghanistan. Okay. There's a transcript about it. And, of course, the Jen Psaki was like, um, well, I'm not going to talk about foreign affairs and, you know, phone calls between the two because that's not that's not right. Really, Jen Psaki, that's not right if Joe Biden does it. But with the Ukraine thing or with Russia thing with, you know, Donald Trump and I quote, it is not just the call transcript. The whistleblower complaint would likely have more details. We need both and not just the call. So, Jen, why don't you say about Joe Biden's call to Afghanistan? Why not just the call? Why not the whistleblower on there, huh? Oh, because it doesn't fit your narrative. Because if it is, if it actually does turn out true, then, you know, People are going to call for impeachment, okay? And unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi is like, I'm not going to do any impeachment. And speaking of which, this is this is disgusting. This this really irritates me about Nancy Antoinette, Nancy Piglosi, okay? That scowl on her face wants me to, wants me to, I'm not even going to say it because I'm going to get kicked off this platform, okay? And this is right now the only platform I have. Nancy Piglosi, so after the events, after the dignified transfer of the 13 or the undignified transfer, because the president wouldn't even, you know, salute or render any kind of, you know, call to action. Well, Congress came out, House of Representatives came out and was like, okay, well, we're going to hold a funeral or a memorial before this session starts, a moment of silence, um, all this other stuff, okay? So I think Madison, um, representative from North Carolina, I believe, don't quote me, he came out and, you know, wanted to do this. So he was going to read out the names um, and then they were going to have a moment of silence or a memorial or some kind of like, you know, some kind of thing to acknowledge that the 13 service, member were service members were killed. Well, Nancy Pelosi blocked it. She's like, nah, -uh, you're not going to read it. You're not going to read those 13 service members' names in this, you know, session. What? Oh, but when um, George Floyd died, when freaking Breonna Taylor died, what did you do? You made everyone take a knee during the session. Oh, because it fits your narrative, right? Because it fits your freaking narrative. But when it comes to 13 service members that didn't have to die, they didn't. There could have been a lot better way of doing things. But Joe Biden failed at his job. You don't want to read those 13 service members. Does that is it because it reminds you that you are a failure? Does it? I mean, Nancy, 
We know you're a failure, okay? All we have to do is look at your district in uh, California to know that you are a failure. That's all we have to do. We don't have to know that you don't want to read those 13 service members because you know you failed them. That No, we already know you are a failure. Just look at California, okay? Look at how many um, congressional seats you just lost last year. How many congressional seats flipped last year? So, it, it, it honestly disgusts me. But when it fits her narrative, oh, it's perfectly fine. Let me kneel for you. Let me spend $100,000 on this golden casket for George Floyd. Oh, we must defund the police. All this other stuff. But no, when it, when it comes to 13 service members that didn't have to die, that shows that you, would, you are a failure, you don't want to read their names. Isn't that really messed up? And speaking of which, I keep arguing with Democrats on this. Oh, but this is Trump's fault. In fact, Joe Biden even says it. This is Trump's fault. This is Trump's fault because, you know, my predecessor did this. My predecessor did that. Joe, you are the president. You are the president. Okay? Trump is not president. He cannot lead right now. You are the leader. Okay? You can make up what-if scenarios, but the truth is, is that you failed. Your administration failed. 13 service members were killed under your watch. It wasn't Donald Trump's watch, okay? Maybe Donald Trump would have done worse. Maybe he'd have done better. But the truth is, you, during the present, during current times, are the reason why those 13 service members were killed. Okay? Stop blaming other people. It's irritating. It's irritating to everyone. Just shut up. Take it like a man. Say, yes, I effed up. Okay? Like Richard Nixon. I effed up. Is that so hard to do? <sighs> All right. Anyway, that's it for this session. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.